Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Well, it tastes good, buddy. What do you think about these uh, chips and salsa I brought in? Remember I, last episode I said uh, I was going to bring in some chips and salsa? <laughs> you did. I and, did. I and fulfilled you my did promise. Bring, you did. And um, God, I'm happy. <laughs> Girl? I'm so, so happy. I mean, this is what I do every time I get home from work. I was just telling you, normally at this time, I'm at home, kind of talked to by my wife because I get home and I break open a bag of chips. and right. Have too many chips and too much salsa. And, and then don't ruin your dinner. Right. But it's good. You know, well, um, now you can say, well, screw it. I'm yep. eating mm, chips and salsa. I, so. I, I've, we buy this salsa, so that's new. Or it, that's not new, but the chips, I've had the brand, but I, don't, I haven't had the you sea probably salt. Probably had the, the, lime, the lime ones, yeah. So these are the Siete sea salt chips. Uh, and then the salsa is a mild salsa. Mm-hmm. It's the, the chunky... Thick and chunky mild salsa from uh, 365. Do you do you prefer uh, mild? I mean, do you ever have hot stuff? Do you like? I do. Uh, you know, that's a, on occasion. Uh, I, you know, a salsa is a salsa to me, man. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna chow on salsa and you know the the chips. So maybe next week. We got to try. We got to try a different brand of chips and maybe a different. This uh, chip is very. Uh, what's the word? Like airy, like mm-hmm. like uh, it's good. I yeah. like it. It's got a good, it's got a good texture. Mm-hmm. I like the the sea salt on it there. It's pretty good. It's not overbearing though, right? Not at all. Well, it's always fun to, <clears throat> yeah. That, that I mean, that's I mean, it got a little, it's got a little bit of kick, but nothing like uh, the hot stuff. So, are you ready to go, my friend? <laughs> I'm I'm ready. You... We're gonna raise that frequency. We're going to eat some chips. We're going to raise the frequency, eat some chips. Yeah, we're going to go spread some good out in that uh, podcast universe. Hey, episode, Kevin, episode 2P43. We are excited to be here today in the HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're going to get some chips stuck. We are the two principals. Thank you very much for tuning in if this is your first time. Uh, man, I am distracted by the chips. I'm <laughs> not even. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, we appreciate you checking us out there. <laughs> I can't, I, I, there. There's so much out there, so we appreciate you. If this is the first time checking in with us uh, with the Two P Pod, um, thanks for listening. Um, you know, reminder too. You can always go check us out on all our social media platforms. Just search for us at Two Principles. Um, check us out on the web, twoprinciples.com. All that good stuff. Yeah, and uh, we do this, and we're just we're part of that what they call the indie podcast. We're just independent. We're we're two guys 
Two uh, chip-eating fools. Two ch- yeah, we love chips and salsa. That's what we're chow- uh, chowing on here today, this uh, this evening. And uh, we also uh, are principals, and uh, we want to always... Uh, we're on this journey, right? We're on a journey to uh, a healthier and happier you. So we want to do this one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, I have a song for today's show. Okay. Um, and it, it goes with... It goes with our topic today, but I'm not going to share the topic yet. Okay. First of all, I got to get you just guzzling water now because of those chips. I know. I'm just like, "Mm, I'm going to eat probably poor podcast (laughs) etiquette, but you know what though? The listeners need to know that. Yeah. If uh, you checked out episode two P 42, we did talk about chips and salsa and I did say that I was going to bring some in and that's where we're at. So, all right, here's the song for today. You got it yet? Tell me when you Um, get it. You'll get it. Uh, pink? Is this pink? No, not pink. This is Kelly. Kelly Clarkson. Yep, Kelly Clarkson. Thank you. Um, I can't remember the name. It's called Stronger. Stronger. So what are we talking about today, then, if we're talking about Stronger? I'm going to guess we're going to be talking about, like, the physical aspect of of health. Absolutely. Absolutely, my friend. Physical health. Let me just tell you, Stronger is the lead single from Kelly Clarkson. Here we go. I like it. Yep. Fifth studio album, also titled Stronger. The song uh, was released in 2011 and became a major commercial success for Clarkson, reaching the top 10 of multiple international charts. Um, the song's lyrics convey a message of empowerment and resilience, with Clarkson singing about overcoming heartbreak and emerging stronger than before. Hey, this is a this is a good song here, pal. I like this. It's got me going now. I'm trying to think of anything else. I um, the motto of the song "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger" has become a popular phrase, For often sure. used to inspire and motivate people facing challenges in their lives. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how we can get stronger. I think we're going to call a friend of the show today. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, what does it kill you make stronger? Hey, let's talk mailbag time here, though. First of all, we appreciate those that are checking in with us, and you can always check in with us uh, by emailing us at the number two principles, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-S, podcast at gmail.com. We got a few uh, email responses. I actually got a text message, too, from uh, our good friend, Ellie. Ellie uh, sent a nice text to us over the weekend just thanking us for uh, the pod, and she's tuning into the pod and enjoys the pod. So, Ellie, we appreciate you tuning in to the Two Principles pod. Uh, Also had a principal uh, up north uh, send an email, too, just appreciating... uh, the pod and the conversations we're having about becoming the best version of yourself and ways you can do that. So he was very uh, grateful for the pod as Mm -hmm. well too. So we're grateful for all of our listeners, those that are tuning in to KJ and JP, but here's a question that came in and I want to have you in. And and this is one that uh, I'm not going to share your name on this one, but this person asked us, I've been striving to become a principal, but sometimes I doubt my own potential. Are there any common traits or characteristics that maybe truly define someone as having a strong leadership potential? And then what are some things I could do to overcome some of that self-doubt? Hmm. 
That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> right out of the gate, I would say a couple of things. I think, I think, I think there's a regardless of your characteristics as a leader, I think you can find a fit. I think it's about fit is mm -hmm. what I'm getting at. Yeah. So <clears throat> I went on a lot of interviews myself before I landed my first admin position and <laughs> running the gamut of, of types of interviews, you know, large interviews, small. Um, and the thing that I developed over that process was I started to realize after having conversations with colleagues and, and whatnot, I became comfortable with the idea that it really is just about fit. It's mm -hmm. not, if you don't get an offer, it's not because you're worthless. It's not right. because you don't right. have something to offer. Yep. It's just the position requires maybe a certain skill set or a certain dynamic that just happens to, to fit with the environment that you're applying for. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just not a good fit. Right. It doesn't mean you're a bad leader. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't right. mean you don't have things to offer. It's just not good timing. And so I guess I would tell this person, you know, I don't know where they're at in the process, if they're actually applying for positions or if they're just thinking that this is the road they want to go down. But if they're applying for positions and going on interviews, it's just tell yourself it's okay if you're not offered a position mm -hmm. because it just means that you're not the right fit. Yep. And going along with that, here's the other thing that I, I think, I would advise people that are not just for leadership positions, just, but I mean, I tell kids this too, when you're going on an interview, be yourself, Yeah. be authentic yep. because the last thing you want to have happen is get hired on false pretenses. And then all of a sudden your employer figures out, Hey, that's not who we hired. Right. And then it's just an awkward situation. So mm -hmm. be who you are, be be sincere, be authentic. And if someone thinks that what you have to offer is going to fit their organization and it's a good match, then great. Yep. But if it's not a good match, you don't want to be there anyway. You totally. know what I mean? So I think that's that's the first part. And the, the second part of his question or her question, whoever it is, um, was how can they, what was it? How can they uh, overcome some of these yeah. kind of negative yeah. self-talk? Mm -hmm. um, boy. I don't know if there's a secret to that. Um, I mean, I guess <laughs> the antithesis is, is you know, positive self-talk, right. right? I mean, maybe journaling, maybe um, positive affirmations, um, getting into a habit of of identifying things that they do in their, their current role that is positive and has an impact on, on others and just acknowledging that and, and reflecting on those and uh, also maybe thinking about where areas that they need to grow. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a tough one. I mean, especially if, if they are in the process of yeah. actually applying and going on interviews and they're not getting offers. I mean, and no one likes to be told, no, we don't want you. Right. And so I think some of that self doubt too, you know, that, that, that's, I mean, we all go through that, mm -hmm. right. You start doubting yourself a little bit, but I would say to, kind of what you're saying is really get to know who you are as a person first and then get to know yourself as a leader what do you feel are your strengths what are feel what do you feel like you have some areas that you want to work on and then i would spend time i read about different leaders uh if you can uh, talk to i mean if, in this case we're talking about you know the principalship talk to other principals talk to other mm -hmm. leaders and find out what's going on spend some time with them see how they do it and uh 
Yeah, I would just say keep knocking. If that's a passion and that's something that you want to do, keep grinding. The universe will uh, open up a door for you, but you got to you gotta keep living. You got to keep going to do it. So, yeah. And it is subjective. I mm-hmm. mean, you know what I mean? You, you go on one interview and and uh, you might be passed up. You go to, you go somewhere else, and they're going to think something different. So it's you can't take it personal. No, um, it's 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 hard to do sometimes. But um, I'm a firm believer that you end up where you, where you need to be. Totally, and I'm right there with you. I appreciate those questions, though, and I, I would just say keep keep sending the questions. If you have questions for Kevin or I, again, two principles podcast at gmail Hey, Kevin. I am so pumped about the Two Principles newsletter. Yeah, Our community continues to grow. It's so fun to see people subscribing to our newsletter. Again, the newsletter, it is something uh, that you and I put together because we want to A, help ourselves and some of the things we've learned, and we want to get that out to help people become you know, the best versions of themselves. It's a quick read. Yeah, Where could people find out uh, more about the Two Principles newsletter? And is it, is it, are we one of these, are we one of these, uh, people that, you know, once we get their email, are we going to send hundreds? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, you sign up right on our website, uh, right on the homepage. Um, go down to the bottom, put your first last name in, your email. Uh, you will get a uh, confirmation email that you will need to click on, and then you're good to go. And we send out one email a week. That's it. Typically, it's at noon on Sunday. Um, that's it. Yeah. You will literally get one email from us a week. <laughs> And you know what I love about it? Like you've said before, it's a quick, easy read. It is, um, it is, uh, you know, you've got, we've got our, you've got the challenges we put out mm-hmm. there. We put out strategies. We put a little bit of message, you know, uh, a little bit about what you and I have experienced, the mindful minute. Yeah. So just really cool stuff that I think can really uh, help people become uh just better, yeah. better in life and, and leadership. And so. I like, what I like about it is I feel like it's a nice, um, non-threatening, quick way to get ready for your week. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's just, yep. it's Sunday, you're thinking about getting back to, to the week and it's just, it's a nice way to just maybe make yourself a little bit more present about some of the things that we talk about and going into Monday morning and um, yeah, it's good. We have... Uh you know what I think we should do? What's up? I think we're going to call a friend of the show. Ah. What do you think about let's that? Let's do it. Let's call a friend of the show, um, John Reeves. Remember John Reeves back in the day? AKA biceps. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what, uh, well, first of all, we got to see if he answers his phone. Uh, let's see what he's up to. Let's, uh, let's check in with uh, John Reeves, see if this works here. And we had a little technical difficulty last time. Let's see if it works. It's not working again. I think you have to uh, maybe disconnect, Uh, maybe turn the Bluetooth off, turn it back on, and then reconnect. Let's see here. So I think that's what you did last time. Uh, Bluetooth. Hey, I'm going to have a chip while you figure that out. My roadcaster's connected. Um, Here, let's see. Make sure, hold on here. Let's play the song, see if the song plays through. Okay, song's playing through. Now let's see. Now it should call. Let's see. Is this thing working? There we go. It's weird because that's what we did last time. Yeah, too. They played the know. song again. It's almost like it re-recognized it or something. Something. 412. Hey. 412. Hey. 
Reeves, <laughs> first of all, buddy, uh, we so much appreciate you being on the pod again today. You are on the Two Principles pod right now, Mr. Reeves. Are you? Are you I, wow. <laughs> I just I couldn't be more thrilled to talk with you guys. I wish I was there with you in person. I feel like I'm getting ripped out of the full experience, but I'll take what I can get. Well, yeah, and you know, we're, you're so busy, man. You're a busy guy. So Kevin and I are really enjoying the, uh, um, you know, we're enjoying our, our time here right now. What are you eating right now, <laughs> We So last episode, actually the one that uh, is dropped right now, uh, we talked about chips and salsa, and Kevin is a big chips and salsa guy. And so I told him, I said, I'm bringing chips and salsa into the studio uh, next week. And so here we are. So we are unveiling um, some Siete tortilla chips with sea salt. And then I've got the 365 medium uh, mild or chunky, thinking chunky. chunky salsa. So Kevin likes it. It's good. He gives it the thumbs up. But I think he'll probably give all the chips and salsa thumbs up. So we may be doing this. We may be just Might bringing be a in a different segment. Yeah. So are you, uh, are the Siete ones the one in the green bag from Costco? Uh, you can buy them at Costco, yes, and they are in a green bag. Yeah, you can, you can also buy like the lime. They're like, uh, I think they're like have a little bit of lime flavor too. But these are just the sea salt ones. Are they 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 in avocado oil? Is that what you do? Yes, with? I think so. Yeah. You know that those man. are good. Those yeah. are good. Yeah, you can yeah you can just crush those. Plus they're grain free, gluten free, all that good stuff, right? We're trying to keep the bad stuff out of our body, aren't we, Reeves? Yeah, well, that and I love the fact that I can absolutely hear you going to town on those <laughs> over the phone here. So, nice job. Nice job. Well, we'll see if the listeners like that yeah. too. So, hey, what do you, what do you, where are you at right now? Where in the world is John Reeves right now? John Reeves is in his office uh, <laughs> at work, just typing up some communication to go out to our families. We got uh, middle of you know, getting to our trimester one conferences here next week. So getting some stuff dialed up for uh, communication. You are great. How are you, how are you doing with the work-life balance? Uh, okay. Yeah. I think uh, homecoming week always gets, tough. Oh, I think yeah. anybody that's in our position can, can appreciate that. It's just, there's a lot that goes into that, but overall, uh, pretty good start to the year for sure. That's this week for you homecoming. No, they had it. Oh, you already homecoming had it. It was two weeks, two oh, weeks two ago. Weeks ago. Yeah, I think yeah. to homecoming, and correct me if I'm wrong, you, you go through homecoming, but then that week after, it's kind of like uh, it takes a it takes another week to actually get out of you, and then you can kind of get back in the swing of things. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more. So um, today's topic, so we actually played, you you big Kelly Clarkson fan? I, I played some Kelly Clarkson to start the show here. Uh, Since you were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> We played a little uh, stronger because we're talking today about physical health and being a principal, being a leader, the importance of that. And so the impact that your physical health can have on your leadership ability. So when I just say that to you, John, your physical health and the impact on its leadership abilities, what, what, what do you say to that? Uh, yes. <laughs> and, um, all, all, all the positives I, f I find for myself that it's, uh, it's a, um, it's a mental thing. Um, I think that for me, it's a, I try to challenge myself with a difficult workout early in the morning. I know we've talked about that previously in the time that we spent together. Yeah. And if I can get through that tough part of my day early on, it just helps me attack my day 
um, and help, help my mindset be in a frame that I can take on the day positively and, and effectively more so than when I, when I don't work out. And I've, I found that to be true, even on very little sleep. Um, and so it benefits me to get, get up, get moving, do something, attack that workout. And then I'm able to be more effective and productive throughout my day than if I were to, even on a, a short amount of sleep, sleep an extra hour, hour and a half and not work out. I just, for me personally, have found uh, it effective to, to get in there and get after it. I love it. We've got an, and John, we've got since, you know, since your pod dropped, we've got a lot, you know, our community, the two principles community continues to grow and we are grateful for you for being on the show early. But a lot of our, we've got a lot of new listeners that don't know John Reeves and John Reeves is a principal at St. Michael uh, High School. Fantastic guy, fantastic leader. And one of the things that I appreciate about you is how you do take and prioritize your physical health because it, it, you it's a correlation to how you feel and that's what I just heard there and I love how you said you like to get the uncomfortable done in the morning so if I ask you this are you working out and li- and I know the answer but for the people listening because some people are like how, how do you do that so do you do it at home do you go to a club what time do you get up all that kind of stuff yeah, my, my, my alarm set pretty early and I've tried to make it manageable because I'm also the father of, you know, four kids, <laughs> three of which are fairly young. Yes. And so I've got to, I got to be out with both feet on the ground when it comes to being a father and a husband as well. And I think we've talked about that before. I view my lens as being a, a husband first, a father second, a principal third. Mm-hmm. And, and all of that um, is related to my, my being able to be physically at a spot where I can be the best version of myself. Um, I'm a, I'm a person that wakes up at about 4:20 uh, in the morning and I try to be at the gym by 5 AM. I do have a home gym as well that I use if for some reason I can't get into the gym, but I like to get in there early and I, I, I'm pretty scheduled. I limit my workouts to 45 minutes to one hour. I'm yeah. patterned in that I have uh, three to four workouts per week um, that I go through. Um, and I, I've kind of changed my workouts now that I'm in my nearing my mid 40s compared to when I was in my, my 20s and 30s, right? Because yeah. my body's different now. Yeah. Um, but I think I've been able to maintain and, and just come at it from a different angle that's been extremely beneficial as well for me personally. Hey, you're still looking good though. For all the listeners that haven't, we might have to put a picture of Reeves out there. Hey, by the <laughs> way, Reeves, our, our, uh, hey, remember that? <laughs> Sounds t- like a dating site. Or I know. Something you, well, I, don't, I don't know if your better half, uh, your better half better listen to this too, because she's awesome too, because I, I I always appreciate appreciated her when she called me the last time you were on. But um, I will oh, say I'm blushing. I'm blushing right now. Okay? My heart, we should. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get a picture of Mr. Reeves out there. Maybe it'll be a we'll, we'll call it a principal calendar. <laughs> So, yeah, I think, oh I think God! Oh God! No, but uh, what I was going there with is that um, working out, getting that workout in the morning, getting that uncomfortability uh, going, and then that kind of sets you through the day. Because uh, you, like you said, you got a lot of stuff going on, and then you're trying to run a building and all that stuff. So that's that's pretty yeah. pretty impressive there. Well, I think people are different with um, with their approach to things. I've just found that in in my approach, I cannot do an afternoon workout. It doesn't work. I'm spent by the end of the yeah. day um, physically. I'm spent by the end of the day mentally, and I just can't give my best effort. Um, and so when I get into the weight room, 
or get into the facility. I want to I want to give it my best effort to get the most out of that block of time that I have, and I want to, and that 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 for me is the morning, and I do see the benefits of that throughout the day. And I think there's some there's some dietary benefits to that mm-hmm. um, as well that go that coincide. Hey, I have a question for you, John, and I, I don't think we asked you this the first time that that you sat down with us. Are you one of those people when you're in the gym, 45 minutes? Are you thinking about work? Are you thinking about meetings coming up that day? Or or are you actively trying to disassociate from that part of your life to focus on your physical health? Yeah, I think the human part of me, there's always that element to it. But I do try to um, lift while listening to perhaps like podcasts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm zoned in to to that while lifting. And so it's taking a step away from work. Cause I know that within the next hour and a half after that workout, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. hit the ground running yeah, for and sure. that's, that's the time. So, um, anything that takes my mind away from what's, what's in the moment is probably something that I, it's, it's negative. It's negative, And I want to make the most of that time. Yeah. Good. You know, since, uh, we have not, we have not done really another TikTok video since, uh, <laughs> we went viral there Reeves. People still talk about so that. What, what would what would the next one be? I don't um, know. I mean, we would have to. Maybe we'll have to figure that out and see if we can't go because that one. Uh, and, and in my terms, I'm calling that viral because, you know, other people might say, "Well, that was a good one, right?" But I mean, that got uh, that got <laughs> lots of views. That got lots of shares. It got lots of likes. So I do I do appreciate that. Kev, do you have any other questions for Reeves? I got one last one here to. I don't think so. Okay, so. I appreciate Reeves, but we're going to, I want to ask you, cause I haven't even asked Kevin this question yet, but, uh, it's a random, a random, uh, question of the show. I haven't even asked it yet. Yeah. Kevin doesn't even know what this one is, but nope. here's the, here's today's, here's today's, uh, random uh, of the show. Would you rather have a constant itch that you can never scratch or have a sneeze oh. that's always brewing but never actually happens. Oh, <laughs> both horrible. Is this that impossible? I know. So which one would you See, rather have, though? The problem though? is if Kevin, if, if Kevin knew about these questions, he's like the reasonable-minded one of you two. <laughs> like, he would never let you ask. No, he would. I appreciate that, John. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Uh, I would probably go with, uh, I can't imagine having the sneeze that you can never get I, I can't imagine that that would be awful so that's, oh, yeah. that's what i'm gonna go with for today that now until the next time that i have an itch that i can't reach <laughs> right then, yeah then i might have a different opinion on that but kev what, what about I'd you i'd rather have the itch because i feel like if i was constantly on the verge of sneezing it would interrupt my conversations i know i, I guess too would be depending on where the itch is i've got one right now on my knee <laughs> now that i'm thinking about well, it <laughs> <laughs> no comment there pal <laughs> no no. <laughs> there's, been a few things. there's been a few avenues this uh, this conversation that could go down the wrong road, especially the especially the principal calendar. Well, yeah, the principal calendar could too. But you know what's funny is uh, last week, Reeves, uh, Mr. Jolst over here got his ass kicked by his computer. Oh, they literally got his ass kicked, and it was yeah. kind of funny. So he had a meltdown and everything. I had to give him take him through some deep breathing. We talk about it on, on the episode. Yeah, the episode 2P42 that's out right now, but yeah, it's kind of funny. So, um, Hey, last thing, hey. last thing before we go. So going home now, routine. First of all, what are you having for dinner? Who's making dinner? And let's be honest now. Don't get, don't start yeah, saying yeah. me, you're going to make dinner when your wife's making it here. So what's for dinner you know and who's making it? You know, the answer already. <laughs> My wife's making it. Um, <laughs> 
like you know, like we talked about before, she is someone that values fitness and values um, well-being, and so she is. Uh, that's a, that's a commonplace for us that we uh, appreciate each other and push each other in, which is really cool to have. And so she's really good about um, cooking really really good meals that uh, come from good good sources, and she's conscientious about that for both our kids and for us. And so I'm I'm really grateful to that. I don't know what we're gonna have tonight. I have no clue. All I know when I walk in the door is that there's gonna be something that's restaurant quality on the table. Right, um, <laughs> and I'm pretty lucky for sure. That's awesome, and you put that good food in your body. Keep that. Uh, keep keep your muscles uh, going and all that good stuff. So <laughs> muscles. Hey, just a just a quick bit for you guys that you might appreciate. Started doing something new in my staff meetings this year. Call it Healthy Habits, Ooh. and I have actual staff members stand up in front of the staff and give us some something that they're doing that uh, they equate with healthy habits. The first one, and I know, Kevin, you're a fan, but uh, the first guy did a breathing technique that Huberman talks about in his podcast with oh, yeah. our entire staff. Oh, it was cool. awesome. took five minutes, and everybody responded super well to it. So, oh, that's really neat. So I you call that. it Healthy Habits, and you're having your staff get up and share about some something that they're doing. Yeah, 100%. It actually is an idea that came from actually the time that I talked with you guys in your podcast. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm talking about this stuff on this podcast, but yeah. what am I actually implementing in my practice, right? I talk about this stuff, I love but it. how can I give ownership to our staff and how can I make it a focal point? Because if I'm not doing that as a building leader, yeah, it's not going to happen. And so how can we equip our t- staff with tools that they're familiar with? Um, that they can apply and, and, and promote a healthier lifestyle. And so that's the way we're doing it. And we've only tried it once. We've only had one staff meeting so far because we're early on in the year. Yeah. Um, but it's allowing them to take ownership, and it, w- it was really well received. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's cool. a great idea, and I hope listeners uh, take that too. And I uh, love, f- you know, other things that people are doing. And and that's another way too, just because maybe somebody's doing something that uh, maybe inspires them to do something, right? But like you said, you're modeling it. Uh, you're not talking the talk, you're walking the walk. So, hey, John Reeves, you are always a friend of the show. We may continually check in with you if you don't mind uh, here and there just to kind of hear your perspective and hear how things are going. You're a fantastic leader, fantastic person, fantastic friend, and we appreciate you uh, being an avid listener of the Two Principles Pod. Hey, we appreciate. I appreciate you guys both. You're fantastic at what you do, and I always appreciate the opportunity to interact with you. All right. All right, my friend. You have a good rest of your day. Take care. Tell how, say, say hello to the day. wife. We'll do. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Right, bye. Bye. Uh, Mr. Reeves, he's a good guy. I like that. Yeah, you know, I like what he's doing with the staff. That's really cool. Very cool, and he's kind of so simple. So like, simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if you're if you, like, you we get so caught up in the in the day to day grind of like, oh, we got to focus in on this, we got to focus in on this. But when do we ever have time to f- just talk about what we're doing actually to take care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. And what a great way to do that! So um, love that, love that. Uh, he even talked about after he was on the pod. That's kind of yeah. spurred on that idea. So that's yeah. great. It's good. All right, so we're talking about uh, physical health, the impact of leadership abilities, peak performance, mastering your physical health. Uh, so you can be successful in your leadership. So, Kevin, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions here because this is a topic that we love talking about. And really, let's be—I want to be completely frank and honest. And I know we've shared this a little bit, but for me personally, physical health has transformed me a as a person in my life to be a to be a a, a better person, a better dad, yeah. a better husband, a better leader. Mm-hmm. I have lost. 
80 pounds. Mm -hmm. You have lost yeah, 55. 55 pounds. I mean, mm -hmm. we I have fluctuated yeah, a little bit, but, but like, I mean, at my at my most. Yeah. Yeah. So we have lost a lot of weight. So we know what it's like to be, mm -hmm. I would say, over an overweight leader. For sure. Right. And, and going through that. So this is something that's near and dear to our hearts. And I like talking about this because it has um, really helped me in what I do. So I'm excited to dive into this topic today. And it's, you know, it's for principals, educators, leaders, and all that uh, other stuff. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, how do you, first of all, how do you view regular exercise? And how do you see that enhancing your leadership ability? How do I view it? Um, how do you view regular well, exercise and how does it, how does it, and then how yeah. does it enhance uh, your leadership? Uh, I mean, abilities? I guess I, I view it as non-negotiable. I mean, I view it mm, as, I like that word. I view it as it's just a fabric of who I am. Um, I can't imagine living a life where I did not daily put emphasis on my physical health. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I just, I can't fathom it. Mm -hmm. And so when you're at that level of, of commitment, that's why I use the word non-negotiable. Now, am I going to say I'm perfect? Oh my gosh, no. Am I going to say I have a long ways to go for certain things? Absolutely. Do I, do I work out every single day? No, right. No, I'm, I mean, I'm a big believer that there, you need to have rest days and stuff like that because, you know, we all, and there's that saying stress plus rest equals growth, right? Mm -hmm. You're, yeah, you're you not do. actually building your muscle while right. you're, while you're contracting it and you're building the muscle when you're not using it, when totally. you're sleeping and all yep. that stuff. So, um, but yeah, so how I view it is, is non-negotiable. It's just a part, it's a part of me, no different than any other characteristic that I think I have or a belief that I have. It's just, it's part of me. Um, how does it impact me as a leader? Um, I mean, it sounds silly, but if you feel like crap, you're you're not you're not gonna have a very good day. Right. Right. So if you're if you're 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight and you're tired going up a flight of stairs, you you physically don't feel good. You're probably tired. You probably don't have much energy. Um, and then not to even, you know, mention the the psychological mm -hmm. components of you know, are you self-conscious about the way that you look? And not that it's all about looks, but I mean, is that part of it? Probably. Um, and then does the, does the being self-conscious lead into not being able to interact with your staff or your organization and right. make decisions? And um, so, yeah, I think there's definitely a physical component of, hey, I just feel better. Yeah. I, I just, I literally just feel better. I have more energy. I'm not tired in the middle of the day. Um, but I do think there's also a mental and psychological component. Totally. As well. Yeah. And I, what I would say for, you know, to add on to what you're saying is you, you hit it there. I mean, your, your energy levels, right? We, uh, as leaders, as principals, we have demanding schedules. Mm -hmm. I mean, you come in uh, and you think you got a list that you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the shit's not always going to get mm -hmm. done. You're, you got stuff coming at you. You've got meetings, you've got school events, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah. At night, uh, you've got just administrative tasks. So by by maintaining your physical health, that allows you to have 
in my mind, higher energy levels. Mm -hmm. And when you have those higher energy levels, you're going to be able to go through those demanding tasks a little bit better and a little bit um, easier. And the other thing you, you were mentioning too, it's that mental clarity. Mm-hmm. You, 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 that, the the whole, your, I always say the, the mental health, right? You're, you're taking care of your mental health because the correlation between your physical health and mental health and working out, there is a correlation there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how the, those so, yeah. interconnect and how you can uh, feel better. And then I also think too, and you were, I think you were alluding to this, when I'm working out, if I'm getting up and working out and putting that time in, I feel like my day A is going to go a little bit better and my decision-making skills, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like clear when I'm making decisions. I feel like yeah. I'm more in tune and maybe it's just because I've connected in with my body and I'm more in tune with my body. Well, and there's some science behind it, and we're not we're not the Huberman Lab, so we're not going to get into the what? science. What we're not? Um, you want you want the numbers and you want the data? Go listen to Huberman Lab. But you but, want the real shit that we deal right, with? Talk to us, right? But but there's the science of when you work out, you're releasing hormones and and all that stuff, and so you are physically going to feel better because of the chemicals that are running through mm-hmm. your body, um, generated by exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, put, put it this way, you know, let me ask you a question. Have you ever once in your life regretted at the end of a session having done it? No, no, I haven't. No. And, and, and one of the things is, you know, I guess maybe when I was saying mental clarity and all that stuff and you feel good, mm-hmm. it's the release of those endorphins, right? When yeah. you're the mood, you're releasing your endorphins and that's to me, you feel better. I just, yeah, I just feel you're, better. You're increasing metabolism. I mean, you're, there's all sorts of stuff happening at a molecular level um, that that uh, is impacting it and contributing to it. And now a word about our partner, Healthwise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, Healthwise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now, back to the show. And I think, too, when you're doing that, you're more present. And when you're more present... Um, we talk about that. I always say you're, you're in the zone, mm-hmm. right? When you're present, uh, when your thoughts and, and everything is staying and true mm-hmm. to your body, mind, and spirit, and you're not thinking over here, you're not worrying about the past, you're just present. You, there's a, I think you're going to be more in tune with what you're going to do at work. Well, and then the, you know, like we're talking the mental side, the psychological side, there's something about, um, you know, like we, when we talked with, um, coach Lombo. Yeah. Start with a win, right? Yeah. I mean, there is something. I mean, I'm not like super jacked up every single day. Like, oh my god, pom poms and yeah. and like I'm getting up at three thirty. I'm going to work out. There are days where it is hard, yeah, right. But I feel better about myself as as a, as a person, as somebody who maybe you know is committed and has some drive. When I wake up and I don't want to get up but I still do it, mm-hmm. that carry, I feel for me anyway, it carries over for the, for the day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm voluntarily doing hard things that nobody cares if I don't do it. I mean, nobody's, nobody's right. going to yell at me. Nobody's, I'm right. not going to be reprimanded if I don't work out. So I'm voluntarily doing these difficult things. Well, then when I go to work and now I have things that are being put on my plate, I'm not voluntarily doing them anymore. Now I can tell myself, well, I just did a whole bunch of yeah. hard stuff this morning mm-hmm. that nobody cared if I did. I can certainly do this. I think there, for me, there's that psychological component that I think plays into um, just my ability to get things done, I feel like. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. Uh, and then, like you said, doing that, and I don't know the science behind it. I know there is science behind it, but the doing uncomfortable things and putting your putting yourself through that, that over time transforms and helps For you sure. go through and be more resilient, be more mentally stronger, physically stronger, all that stuff. Hey, let's let's just touch base here real quick. Nutrition, mm-hmm. um, making sure we're putting um, good, and I'm going to just say clean foods in our body, yeah. right? Because there's so much out there that people are pounding pop, right? Pounding, yeah. you know, candy and putting lots of sugar in their body, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to do when you're stressed, right? Because your your cortisol levels, sure. right? Boom. And then what do you want to do? The fat. I want to throw something in my boom. Yeah. But what I would say, you know, when I get stressed out, I just take a chip like this <laughs> and dip it into. Oh, the that's salsa. a good amount of salsa uh, right there. That's good. Really good. Just watching you eat that is satisfying. Oh my god, it's yeah. so good. But no, seriously though, nutrition and. Yeah. I think that's important. I think, you know, uh, Reeves was just talking a little bit about that too, making sure that, you know, A, you're working out, but then how are you replenishing yourself with making sure you're getting yeah. protein? The, the older you get, it's hard. You got to be more, you know, aware of it, at least for me. And, and I think pretty much anybody, you can make that argument. Um, and again, I'm not perfect. No. I, I slip up. Yeah. I have things that I like to eat. You know, so I would say with this one, I, I for well, and I'm going to speak just about myself here because I I uh, used to love any type of candy. Yeah. I put it in my face; it's going to my body. <laughs> put it in my. <laughs> I will eat it, and so I really have. I have I've had really tried to be more mindful of that, recognize that, and really limit myself. Yeah. To, you know. Maybe it's a treat for myself or it's on a weekend or something like that yeah. where I do that. But the avoiding the excess sugar, I think, is so key because you're not going to have those crazy crashes. You might not have those mood swings. The other thing, too, is the processed foods. Yeah, I really think, man, I know this is, I'm speaking for myself, the more I can eliminate those processed foods and just really eat clean, Yeah, uh, you d- I just feel better. But not to say that I'm perfect. And no. do I slip up? Yeah. But when we talk about nutrition, if we can put more good into our body, well, yeah. that's what we want to do. And and you and I are different, right? You and I have very different approaches. I mean, in the sense that that uh, you know, I'm I'm vegan, so I'm 100% plant based. I have been for going on eight years, and and you're, you're not. And yeah. but yet, you know what I mean. And yeah. it's okay. It, that, that's the thing. It's kind of like I would say we're really. What I are we. Very clean. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm For not sure. when I, the ingredients that are going in my body, the the stuff. But yeah, I will. I mean, if you, I mean, carnivore, whatever. Right. I, I will put. Right. I will put the 
good, clean, organic stuff. Speaking of sugar, have I ever told you, I don't know if I have about the, the, um, I forget her actual name, but her Instagram uh, account is the glucose goddess. Hmm. Have I talked to you about her before? That name sounds familiar. Um, she is a, a biochemist, I believe is her background. And she has just a wealth of information about, about sugar and, and, Mm -hmm. and how it's just ravaging our bodies and what it's doing to us. And, um, very interesting. And she does it in a way that it's super, super easy to understand. So if anybody is interested in, in, in checking out some resources uh, regarding sugar and, and that kind of stuff, she's a great one. To, to listen to. She's well, been on some podcasts. She's got books. Um, I've got a cookbook of, her, of hers. Um, and one the of, inflammation. I mean, well, and it, her, and what's interesting is her, her number one, I don't want to call it a hack, but her number one suggestion is it's not that you can't eat sugar, but if you were to just eat a handful of, let's just say broccoli before you ate, let's say a bowl of ice cream, you would decrease your, your insulin spike by like 75%. Yeah, yeah. Just by eating some broccoli before. Yep. Because it's got the fiber in it. And, it, and, it, and like I said, she, she talks very um, um, simply about, you know, the mitochondria and mm-hmm. all, all that stuff works and and um, the insulin and it, it's good. Well, and, the, and, and what we've learned is our bodies are so complex, right? And yeah. when we can better, better understand them with obviously how we're physically taking care of them, the nutrition we're putting in our bodies to understand. And I guess the piece I want to end here with nutrition is really what you're trying to do or what we're all trying to do as principals, leaders, educators, whatever, is maintain a good, stable energy level, right? We're not having those crashes or spikes and all that other stuff. Um, so we can be better at making decisions in, in our overall productivity. The other piece I want to talk about today, Kevin, because it has to do with physical health. And I would love at one point, and I've said, I think I've said this uh, or way early on when we started this pod, but sleep. Yeah. I'd really like to get somebody on the show about sleep, but how crucial is it to make sure you're getting sleep? It's it's more crucial than I know. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, there's been so much research done that suggests we are destroying ourselves because we're not getting enough sleep. The the uh, I mean, that's when everything repairs itself. Mm-hmm. That's when all the stuff you you take in in your body throughout the day is is supposed to do its thing right it's magic and 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 do all the work um it's it's so crucial so crucial and i you know anecdotally i mean i can tell you i've always struggled with sleep mm-hmm. um in the sense that i i i just couldn't fall asleep and i think it had a lot more to do with kind of like anxiety and just always my my brain going and i mm-hmm. you know that that uh, token, I can't turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I felt like I really suffered from that for a long time. Uh, over the years, I started using some of the, you know, the sleep apps mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and now I don't. Um, so I think I've gotten into a, a place where I can um, just fall asleep normally. Right. And I think a lot of it also is routine. Totally. I, was I, say that I routine, go to bed, yep. I mean, almost the same time within a 10 minute window, seven days a week. Even on the weekend, 
I'm not one of those guys that that stays up till midnight on mm-hmm. Saturday. I'm still going to bed at seven forty-five, eight o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah, Friday night. That's well, unless I'm you know at a football game or something like that. But, right. But when I can, I am going to bed the same time I do during the week. And so I think routine is is a huge part, at least for me, that has built a a healthy sleep pattern. I think too, and we've talked about this before and we've had guests talk about it too, but it's that it, it's getting, like you said, you need to create a routine, but part of that routine is getting off your screen. Yeah. Getting off your screen. I know they, they talk, I don't know, there's like a, something called like a three, two, one, three hours before you go to bed, you know, do this two hours before you go to bed, do this one hour before you go to make sure you're doing this. But yeah, sleep is, plays a significant role, not, not only in your physical kind of uh, recovery, but also mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. right? And your well-being. Because during sleep, the brain, I'm going to read this here, says consolidates memories, enhances learning, and restores cognitive functions. Mm. Well, if you're only getting five hours of sleep or not really good sleep, it's not, it's not able to do that. But if you're getting... You know, I always say, I always, for me, I'm always shooting for seven to nine. If I can get eight, that's where my mm-hmm. body, I really feel like I'm, I'm doing that. But getting that su- su- uh, sufficient and quality sleep improves your problem-solving skills, creativity, and your ability to regulate emotions. And I think sometimes we forget about that. When you feel rested and you have that, um, you know, you're physically uh, in tune You've got the the sleep. You're able to regulate your emotions, and heck, a lot of what we go through during the day is regulating emotions. Is regulating emotions yep. and making sure we can regulate ourselves. So those are all essential aspects of effective leadership. I will I will also say this. You know, principals, leaders who do prioritize their sleep, they're more likely to approach challenges uh, with a clear mind. They're going to make, you're going to make sound decisions. I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, you're going to maintain your emotional stability uh, required to manage your responsibilities and support your teams. And that's really what you want to do. I always want to be around leaders who uh, I feel like are in control of themselves, yeah. right? Being around people that yeah. are in control of themselves and really can kind of regulate their mind, mind body, and spirit. I think that's important. So yeah, sleep is a big one. Um, how about, I want to ask you this one, how can physical health, um, impact, like, let's just say as a principal impact, uh, at work, your workplace, uh, relationships, environments, whatever you want to call it. Well, um, the first thing that I thought of was actually what John Reeves talked about. He's building community. He's, he's, he's building community by having his staff share what they're doing as an individual to better their own health. Mm -hmm. So that that's coming together. Right. Right. I mean, that, that's, that's building culture. That's building community and, and, and creating relationships and trust and, and vulnerability. Right. Because maybe I'm, maybe I do something a little that's out there for my health that maybe I'm don't want people to know. But now if you've got a a situation where that person feels comfortable sharing that, well, you're, you're enhancing the culture of that, that organization. So, I mean, there's one small example, 
Um, but I think again, in general, um, <laughs> if you're walking around trying to lead people and you generally just feel ill mm-hmm. all the time because you don't take care of yourself physically. I mean, who wants to be around somebody like that? Yeah. And, and, and how, how well are you really going to be able to connect with people? I mean, think about how you feel when you're, when you're sick. Mm. Like maybe you're starting, maybe it's that first 24 hours before you like get the flu or whatever. I mean, you just feel like shit. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not connecting with people. You're not making good decisions. You're not, you're not thinking about how to, how to better the culture or how to improve relationships. Mm -hmm. You you just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so think about a building of a hundred people that all feel like crap (laughs) every day versus a hundred people that are all actively taking a role in their physical well-being. Yeah. It is going to be a vibrant, rich, collaborative, creative atmosphere. Some of the things that pop into my head, and I know this has happened uh, in our building, but it's, uh, there's been yoga classes offered after, after school where, um, you know, staff members will get together and they'll do yoga. We have our, our weight room open in the morning. Mm-hmm. Staff members go down there and get a workout either before school uh, and or after school. I've also been a part of uh, where people go for walks, yeah. right? Uh, go for a run. Uh, there's just different ways. Morning basketball, yep. right? I know some people play floor hockey, uh, things like that. But just any way that you can incorporate some activity like that. I think what you said, uh, it's that culture builds that culture. So I think that's great. Last thing I want to talk about is the thing that I think wants to kick our ass all the time, having the stamina to get Mm -hmm. through the day, get through the week, get through the, really the year. And yeah. so when you're thinking of physical health, how does physical health contribute, Kevin, to your leadership stamina? Well, stamina, I think I'm going to break it down into two things. I think there's, I think there's mental stamina. Yep. Um, and I think there's physical stamina. Totally. Yep. Okay. The physical stamina, I believe is easier, at least in the sense to, objectively make an effort to increase it, mm-hmm. right? Be physically active on a consistent basis. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you're, you're going to feel better physically if you are active on a regular basis. I mean, that's just a fact. Yep. So that, that part is, is there now. I think the mental side of stamina, that's, that's the tricky one because you talk about, layers <laughs> you talk about you talk about all the things that can degrade a person's mental stamina i mean i don't even think we could we could list them all in 30 minutes i mean it's yeah. there are so many complicated things that are happening in our position that can can sidetrack your ability to have stamina um i mean so how do you do it? How do you, how do you maintain it? I, I mean, I think it's everything from um, having a positive perspective on things, having 
having strong relationships outside of your workplace, mm-hmm. having strong relationships inside your workplace, mm-hmm. having a strong um, connection or cohort of, of other administrators that you can collaborate with. Um, it might be uh, going to personal therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah. There are, there. I mean, the, the list is endless, I think, in, in terms of how do you improve your mental stamina. Um, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all approach. I think everyone is going to tackle that aspect of the job differently because everyone's lives are different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, you talk about maybe a young administrator who goes home and they have two or three children at home that also are in school. And, and so they leave their job, they're burnt out, they're tired, they're, they're beat. And then they go home. Whoa, now I'm dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my particular situation, my wife and I not having children. Yeah. My approach is different when I go home. I have the ability to to work on my mental stamina in a different way. Um, so I just I, I think it's such a that's such an, uh, a huge question, and, and I don't know how you could answer it um, solely in one you know one way for for everyone. Yeah, and I I love what you said there. I also believe that you one of the things that I've learned over the time is really being intentional with what you're doing, setting up your day, right? Yeah. Building in those routines, like you said, being intentional with that. What does that look like? How can you get, maybe if it's even five minutes of where you just sit in a chair Mm -hmm. and you just breathe with nothing else and you just try to follow your breath for five minutes and just wherever your thoughts go, you go. But really, just try to get into your body. I mean, it could be as simple as that. But I really, truly believe your physical health is, it's what, it's everything. And if you're not going to take care of your physical health, when it comes to the physical side of, if it's exercise, if it's nutrition, if it's self-care practices, um, you have to be intentional. And in our roles as principals, we deal with, I mean, people just say stress, right? Well, I think everybody deals with stress, but how are you going to, A, limit your stress, but then what are some stress management techniques that work for you yeah. to bring that down? I mean, I've been talking to you about the, the cold therapy, mm-hmm. right? Do, you know, doing cold therapy. I've talked to you about, uh, you know, meditation, mindfulness practices, getting outside, grounding yourself in, into nature, finding five, 10 minutes to do that. But I think when you can do that, the more we can help our bodies get into more of a relaxed state of being, mm-hmm. that's, the, the, that's so good for all other aspects of our life. But we have to be intentional with it. And we have to yeah. figure out what, what that does. But I would say investing in your physical health, principles, leaders, you will ensure that you will have the stamina necessary to be able to lead and to be able to inspire mm-hmm. your staff, your community, your families, all that stuff. So it's got to start with you. Yeah, it does. It starts. <laughs> it uh, yeah, it starts with you. I totally, so believe that. And you and I, we've been on our journey. That's why mm-hmm. you and I are talking about this. This is why we want other folks, other principals, other leaders, other educators, other whoever. To understand that you can do this, but you have to be intentional. You have to uh, understand. You got to look inside to do that. Hey, I've got some fun facts. 
about the topic of physical health and the impact on leadership abilities. You I'm okay? ready. Yeah, I'm you're ready. Okay. All right. Number one, just engaging in 20 minutes of exercise can in, can increase alertness and improve cognitive performance, boosting leadership abilities throughout the day. 20 minutes. Yep. Think about how many people spend more than 20 <laughs> minutes on their phone. On their phone, sitting there wasting time, yeah. Right? I mean, just get on it. Go for a walk for 20 minutes. Right. Get on a treadmill. Lift weights for 20 minutes. You can whatever. still be on your phone on a treadmill. You could. Yeah, absolutely. Scrolling through stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 one thing. Uh, number two, there was a study uh, published in the Journal of Occupational Environmental Medicine found that employees who ate healthier foods. Now, I mean, when I read this, I was like, yeah, okay. But <laughs> who, employees who ate healthier foods throughout the day were 25% more likely to have higher job performance. Sure. Because you're going to, again, it's going to go back to you're probably going to feel better. You're probably mm-hmm. putting better foods in your body. Third thing here, lack of sleep can have similar effects on the cognitive function and de- decision-making mm-hmm. as being under the influence of alcohol, highlighting the importance of quality sleep for effective leadership. So again, making sure you're getting that sleep. This is one I love because I, I, to me, laughing, smiling, just trying to enjoy your, your day, uh, whatever that may be, but laughing for just 10 minutes a day can, first of all, it can burn some calories. It says burns up to 40 calories, mm-hmm. but incorporating laughter into your day, such as sharing jokes or funny stories with colleagues, not only promotes a positive work environment, but also contributes to your physical health. Mm-hmm. When I think of our team, that's that's important <laughs> to me, being able to joke around, laugh, not take ourselves so seriously. Yeah. Um, because when we're laughing, it, it's just better. It produces, it produces I think we laugh more than we don't laugh. Right. Yeah. And then the last thing I want to say here, Kevin, is research has shown that being physically active during work breaks, such as taking a short walk or engaging in stretching exercises can improve your productivity, focus, and creativity, ultimately enhancing your leadership ability. So that could be as easy as maybe you're sitting at your desk and you're like, yeah, do a lap up. around the school go or even up. inside. Just, yeah, go check in yeah. with, uh, or, you know, like during lunch, you know, walk back and forth, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, your physical health is not only crucial for leadership abilities, but it also can bring joy, laughter, and enhance productivity to your workplace. So make sure you're prioritizing your well-being while having fun along the way. What else you got? Uh, just, just move. Just move, <laughs> just move. Yeah. I don't care what you do. It's, it's, you, you get one body and, you know, and I have tons of regret. I look at the way that I treated my body mm-hmm. over the years in my twenties and thirties and, and, uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm downright embarrassed to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, sometimes I wonder how I'm still here Yeah. and, and, um, I feel, I feel very fortunate that I came to this realization, you know, pretty much at, at my, uh, uh, 40 is when I kind of had this epiphany mm-hmm. and, um, you get, you get one body mm-hmm. and you gotta, you gotta treat it well. Yeah. And because it's, you know, we're all fighting this, the same thing, right? We are all slowly decaying. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's worth it. And I think people don't really understand how good they can feel if they just put a little bit of effort in and be consistent. Oh, for sure. 
So true. Hey, I've got uh, some books that I think, I don't know, that I, I've, I've found uh, helpful. But again, on this topic, physical health and your leadership ability. And uh, with that, there's so, there's so much out there. But here's a few books that uh, I have found effective uh, for myself. But the, the first one I would say is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure you've read that by yep, uh, Stephen Covey. Yep, yep, Covey there. Um, you know, the book is not, it's not only focused on, uh, solely focused on folk, uh, physical health, but it, it, it also talks about um, principles and habits for uh, your personal effectiveness, uh, yeah. which can contribute to your leadership abilities. Dare to Lead. I mean, I brought this one up mm-hmm. again, but Brene Brown um, really talks about the qualities of effective leadership. Again, this piece would be vulnerability, courage, uh, and although not specifically about physical health, it addresses leadership abilities. Start with your why, how great leaders inspire everyone to take action by Simon Sinek. You've talked a lot about why, you know, yeah. you got to figure out your why, got to figure out your purpose. Right? What's the importance of purpose and motivation and leadership? So, and then our good buddy, uh, I want to put this one on here because we've had George on our show, George Kiros. Yep. He has a book out called The Innovator, Innovator's Mindset Empower Learning, Unleash Talent, and Lead a Culture of Creativity. And this is, you know, primarily focused on educational leadership, but it emphasizes the significance of making sure that you're creating a healthy uh, and innovative mindset, which obviously is going to impact your leadership. So, And then Daniel Goldman, The Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More. So those are five books that I think are great if you're looking at uh, leadership ability, just not necessarily always about the physical aspect, but it could also just be leadership in general. Yeah. So, I gotta finish my chips. Yeah, you gotta finish your chips. Are we uh, ready to close this puppy out? I think we are. I think uh, I think it was a good topic. Obviously, we could talk for a lot longer about physical health. There's so many aspects to it, but um, bottom line is, uh, people take care of yourself. Hey, let's take uh, care of yourself. I want you to. You're gonna. We're gonna give the listeners one final takeaway. Okay. You're gonna give a final takeaway here on. Your physical health. Why is it important? And I'm going to give one. Why? Or, or not even why, but just a, something. Just a tip? A tip, yeah. A tip? Um, I'll give a challenge. I'll give a challenge. Okay. If you are someone, and this is, this is speaking to a listener who really is just not in touch with their physical health at all, okay? I want you to walk for 10 minutes a day. Okay. That's it. 10 minutes a day, I don't care if you're walking around your school. I don't care if you're walking on a treadmill. Um, but it, 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 I'm not talking about walking like having to go to the grocery store or whatever like that. I want it to be intentional. I want it to be you're walking for the purpose of simply walking. Mm-hmm. Okay? Do that 10 minutes a day. Do it for a month. Do it for a month and just see how you feel. I love and it. if you feel worse, don't do it anymore. <laughs> but I guarantee you're not going to feel worse. Right. You know, so that that's speaking to the people that are just really not doing anything. Yep. I, what I'm going to leave listeners with is 
start figuring out, looking at what in your life are you doing that is just wasting time? Mm -hmm. Like, um, am I sitting on my phone for two hours? Could I sit on my phone for an hour and a half and then work out for a half an hour? Eliminate those time-wasting activities. Reduce that time, you know, mindless scrolling. Mm -hmm. But first uh, become aware of it. A yeah, little, little personal inventory. Yeah. Look at that and say, okay, what can I do? Because if someone's going to tell me, well, I, I I don't know. How do I, how do, I do this? Well, start looking at eliminating mm -hmm. some of your uh, time-wasting activities um, and then reallocate that time. Like I said, you said 10 minutes. Just go out for a walk for 10 minutes. Heck, you could even have uh, your earbuds in listening to some mm -hmm. music or something like that But uh, when you're doing that. But make time for physical activity. You are important. Body, mind, and spirit, you are important. Take care of yourself so you can continually lead, love, grow, and do great things for people out there. So, Kevin, I always appreciate the time sitting here at the HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio. I know yoga's going on out there. We missed our yoga class today, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hammer these <laughs> chips before I go home. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, oh, I'm, I'm right kinda there with you. Everybody, take care. Be well. Everybody have a great week. Keep living and leading with purpose. See ya.